0: you are now tuned in to the uncensored podcast on boss fm
1: welcome to uncensored with boss fm it is your girl kayla
2: and it's your party boy joey
1: And happy Tuesday, guys! Yes, we are missing your bombshell girl Becca today, but it's okay because we got Joey back, and we are here to rock the house tonight. I mean, this afternoon.
2: (laughs) I missed y'all. It's not the same. Didn't miss
1: you too.
2: You said you didn't miss me too.
1: You didn't miss you too.
2: Listen, little girl. (laughs) I'm gonna be up that way this weekend. Don't get in trouble.
1: You going to Virginia this weekend?
2: I, I am. I got to go see my parents. Mm.
1: I thought they were, oh, no, they're still coming down after your COVID shot, though, right?
2: Yeah, no, they, they're definitely doing that. I, my mom has to nurse me back to health. I'm a big baby when I'm sick, so I can't deal.
1: Speaking of which, I did some research, and I was told that if you get symptoms after the first shot, it means that you possibly had COVID, and that it's it's really acting as a booster in your body. But once you get the second one, you're not going to feel anything.
2: Mm -hmm. I didn't know if I did or not. I didn't have any symptoms.
1: Right. And nobody. And just got the vaccine at the right time.
2: Cause like it, when I tell you that vaccine kicked my ass.
1: Yeah. It kicked my
2: ass. Like I was so tired.
1: I forgot where I was doing research. Um, like what website, but it, w- it was saying that if you felt sick after the first one, then that means it, you've um, had some variation of the, the COVID. And it's, the vaccine was acting as a booster to help your immune system.
2: Well, I'm scared, so just pray for me because I don't want to wake up with an ear on the back of my neck. So. Well,
1: that's what you get for going to Miami and having a good life.
2: And I threw it in a circle.
1: And came back maybe with COVID.
2: Could have, yeah, that could have been. That could have been.
1: <laughs> at least you didn't get no Usher dollars thrown at you. No,
2: I ain't get no Usher dollars thrown at me yet. <laughs> that might be when I go home.
1: I'm cracking up. I can't wait till we talk about that today.
2: Neither can I. But we got some good topics for y'all. We've got, of course, our top news. We've got our trending topics. We can't do anything without birthdays. We got a good good, come on white folks. And we got a question of the day, but we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to hop all into that. But while we're gone, take a look at our social media at Uncensored Boss FM on Instagram and Twitter. We'll be right back.
1: Back to Unsoon Super Boss FM. It's your girl Kayla here with and you. Your- don't be trying to introduce yourself, Joey. Let me do this. I got it.
2: Listen, I'm a grown woman. <laughs> I can do whatever I want.
1: <laughs> and it's your party boy, Joey. And we're about to hop into some top news. So, Joey, what are we talking about today? Now,
2: although we're laughing, these top news are really, really sad today. And I hate to be the one to break it. I don't know if you guys realize or heard. That a shooting in a school broke out today in Knoxville, Tennessee. Unfortunately, one person is dead and an officer is injured after this shooting. So, Knoxville Police Department said that multiple law enforcement agencies responded to the Austin East Magnet High School for reports of a person who was possibly armed in the school. When the officers approached the person, shots were fired, and the police, uh, a police officer, was hit at least one time and taken to the UT Medical Unit. Um, with non-threatening, non-life-threatening in- injuries, but one person was pronounced dead at the scene while another was detained uh, for further investigation and the ages and identities were not, immediate re- not immediately released. So I'm praying to God there's no kids or teenagers who were shot in this. Um, there are no other known gunshot victims, but the Tennessee Bureau investigation said that they will be leading an investigation um, for the incident. Um, I'm I'm just so beyond over and this is why I'm having a hard time saying it because it's it's consistently, why are we bringing guns to schools? Why are we bringing guns to schools?
1: My thing is, and my philosophy is that schools are starting to open back up um, today, specifically for Nork. A lot of their schools open back up to like hybrid sessions mm-hmm. And with hearing this, it seems like, Maybe over this whole lockdown pandemic, virtual learning session, people have vendettas, um, and as schools are opening back up, it's giving people opportunities to go to these schools and commit these heinous crimes that they are doing.
2: Like it's it's frustrating for me, and I'm I like I read the story earlier when the when the shooting first aired. When it mm-hmm. first got out, I think it might have been around like 3, mm-hmm. 3.30ish. And I got a little upset. I got a little emotional because I'm like, these are uh, like, I am going to have kids and I'm going to be concerned on if their school day is going to go okay with this. But is
1: this shooter a random stranger or is it a high school student?
2: That's that part of the investigation has not come out yet. So that's something that we'll probably find out in the morning. But I'm going to definitely do some extensive research when I get to work tomorrow just to see like what is or who else you know, is involved in that. Um, but it's 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 disgusting. And I mean, you're you're not safe anywhere. Like, you have to walk around really everywhere looking over your shoulder.
1: Yeah, and it's like when growing up, I used to walk down the street, whether I was going to the store, or whatever, listen to my, my music and my headphones, like, blasting loud where I can't hear anything. I mm-hmm. don't do that anymore because now it's like, you never know what is happening. You never know who's walking behind you. And that whole, this whole fear that you can really... Just die at any moment just with the well the way that the world is turning. It's really scary to live your life now.
2: It is. It is. I walk through Piedmont Park down here in Atlanta a lot and now I I do wear my headphones on and I do have it a little loud because I just don't like talking to people when I'm walking. Mm -hmm. Um, but now I'm just like I have to be one hundred percent cautious of everyone around me and I need to know like I need to park my car where it's going to be the closest exit for me to get to it even if i'm parking in a little neighborhood or whatever the case is but i need to get there quickly um i'm just it's it's nerve wracking it's nerve wracking so i do hope that everybody um is okay in this and i'm so sorry for the loss of the life that happened but speaking of loss of life we're in the third week of the Derek Chauvin trial and they put a cardiologist on the stand. His name is Jonathan Rich. And he's saying that, of course, as we all know, George Floyd's death could have been preventable, uh, Preventable, but you know how everybody's saying he died of an overdose or he died of something else other than what he actually died from. So undermining the pillars of the former Minneapolis police officer, the legal defense is stating now I'm sorry, not the legal defense. The police officer's legal defense. The cardiologist is stating that there's no way that he would have died from a heart attack, a cardiac arrest, or a drug overdose. It is strictly you had your knee on this thing, and he, you had his knee, you had his knee on his back, and he couldn't breathe, and he couldn't breathe. You had it there for nine minutes. That's what killed him. And this is a doctor, a paid medical professional saying this now you know everybody's always saying like doctors don't know anything but they're the first person to go to when you feel something's wrong you feel you're gonna die but this is a paid man who's in a paid profession who's been in this for decades is saying you are the reason this man is dead
1: i feel like with everyone that brought on the stand Every professional, shall I say, that they've brought on the stand, they've all said that no, it's because of what you did and you placing your knee on his neck is why he died. Right. And I just hope that right now um, this murderer is really feeling like, yo, I'm losing this trial because you are. Right. Point. Like, like it's it's you're going to jail, my friend.
2: Like you're 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 gonna you're you're gonna spend a good portion. Of the rest of your life in that jail. Well, he's in jail now, isn't he?
1: Well, yeah, between each trial that he goes back to the cell.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay, so you're gonna spend the rest of your life in jail because you're not, You're. there's no way that you're gonna get off on this. Um, so once more footage or, in, or information comes out with this trial, because it's been three weeks. Please understand that Uncensored is going to always keep y'all updated because this is, I mean, we're, we're praying for the best in this and we need to make sure this man is locked up.
1: Three weeks. Three weeks. weeks. Look at a video with a man, a guy with his name in his neck. Three weeks.
2: It's insane. So we're, we're hoping that it's not going to be much longer, but any new information that comes in, you'll be the first to know, but we have to jump into this body cam footage that was released for Dante Wright and when he was shot so before we get into that y'all did y'all talk about this yesterday
1: we did not actually
2: okay good because I still want to know how this woman cop was grab grabbing a a, how how do you not know you're in a police force you don't know the difference between a taser and a gun
1: Uh, my question is the taser is right next to the gun or no, I don't you?
2: think that I don't. Try. I don't think that they have it to distinguish the difference. I don't think that they have because I always see a taser and a gun on two different hips.
1: That's what I thought. I thought it was on two different sides, and the taser sits in the front, and the gun sits kind of, sort of on the profile of the body, on the side of the body.
0: And the gun weighs about three times as much as the. Taser. Then a taser,
1: then a gun, right? And I'm pretty sure the pockets are way different. You have a holster for the gun and a taser. You have the little button clip that you lift up.
2: Now, we have footage of the actual body cam, which we're going to play, but I'm going to read this really quick. Brooklyn Center Police have released the body cam footage showing the moment Dante Wright was shot by a police officer during a traffic stop in Minnesota. Police Chief Tim Gannon said that he believes the officer accidentally, by ass, drew her handgun instead of a taser in the encounter with Wright. A warning, of course, this video is very graphic. If you have not seen the video, we do have the audio for it.
1: Before you play it, I just have something to say. I was at work today speaking with a representative from Best Buy that was in Minnesota. He made Mm -hmm. sure that he, obviously you could tell by his voice he was white, but he made sure to acknowledge that he was from Minnesota. And Mm -hmm. before we ended the call, he said, it's my pleasure to serve everyone and anyone on the same basis and like equal and it
2: oh.
1: hard but I'm like oh like well that's lovely to hear like I hope you enjoy your day I'm glad to hear you say that but for me right now cause I didn't even know that Dante Wright happened in Minnesota mm. I feel like he said that to me because of this situation but of all the other situations as well right so that- and I'm
2: glad to see. I'm glad to see that Best Buy is on board. Can we just get every police department on board?
1: Police.
2: <laughs> so John, go ahead and play that if you could, babe.
0: you can hear, the officer, while struggling with Mr. Wright, shouts, Taser, Taser, several times. That is part of the officer's training prior to deploying a Taser, which is a less lethal device. That is done to make her partners aware, as well as the subject, that a Taser deployment will be imminent.
1: You know what they're going to try to say when this goes to trial, because it definitely is. The fact that she said, oh shit, right after she shot it, or whatever went off. Because obviously you can tell that with her reaction of oh shit, it, it, for me it's like, damn, I know I done fucked up and I know I just took this young man's life. So they're going to try to play that and, t- and twist that to get her off.
2: I couldn't be a judge. Still couldn't be a
1: judge neither because my first question would be when you put it out in front of you
2: you can't distinguish the weight difference
1: <laughs> you hold a gun way different than you hold a taser so
2: and the body sh- the body it shows how she's holding it
1: like a damn gun not a taser so
2: where you, where you thought you was going sis
1: she could be a rookie cop. Just like that damn rookie cop that pulled over the, the army dude. Now he was holding his gun.
2: Oh, yeah. That made me mad. That made did me mad. You, but, did I you by
0: any chance to see the update that came on that story? That he's suing? Well, he's suing and the cops uh, got fired.
2: Yes. Oh, I, did. I, I just saw that one maybe within the last hour.
0: But that incident happened in December. Yeah. And those cops have, and the police uh, office the police station has had the the footage, the footage this whole time. Oh yeah. wow. Mm,
2: I thought this was recent. Mm. So you're going to hold on to that footage. It's happened in December. Now that there's lawsuits happening you want to get rid.
1: But so. see that doesn't, it doesn't make no sense to me because like, I, I don't know. This whole body cam footage and everything, it makes me want to buy a camera for my car because I feel like... For yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. I fully, I fully intend to. I fully intend
1: to. That That is really scary. But on that note, make sure you head on over to our social media page, our on Instagram and Twitter at Uncensored Boss of And let us know what you thought about the Dante Wright situation and... Welcome back to Uncensored with Boss FM. It's your girl Kayla.
2: And it's your party boy Joey.
1: And we're about to hop into some trendy of the trendiest topics. So, Joey, what's going on today?
2: It's delicious, but you know we had to do some birthdays. Peebo Bryson is turning 70. He's a music producer and a singer. Lou Bega, who gave us Mambo number no. five, is 46. And, of course, y'all know, we love us some Al Green. He is 75 today. So, happy birthday, gentlemen.
1: Hold on. Who was the second one? Lou Bega gave us Mambo number five.
2: Didn't he give us Mambo number five? I
1: don't Hold know who
2: Mubega is. I don't know find out. Yeah, he gave us Mambo number a little bit of Monica in my life, a little bit of Erica. Girl, you scared me. I was like, I know who I'm talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mumble number
1: five.
2: I was raised on this, so. One, two, three, four, five. Everybody
1: in the car, so come on, let's ride to the liquor store on the corner. The boys
2: say they want some gin and
1: juice, but I really don't want to Be a buzz like I had last week. Never listen to the words. Like, never. Oh, it my was,
2: God. the beat for me. That's what was catchy. Yes, but happy birthday. Yes, honey. <laughs> now, you know we got some messiness. Usher is giving us real broke vibes with these dollars he's throwing these Mm dancers. So what you know about this girl?
1: Well, I was told that see, Usher's team said that this was for promotion. But, he went out to a strip club and instead of throwing the casual ones with What's the dead president's face, George Washington on
2: it? I think so, yeah, girl.
1: Or with Andrew Jackson's face on it, or even a penny with Abe Lincoln's face. He decided to throw dollars with his face on it. Usher. His own Usher coin.
2: Wait, that's what's on them?
1: Usher, Usher. U.S. Girl,
0: hold on. (laughs) Wait. Get my wig. I did not not even notice that. It's not like cryptocurrency. It's It's
1: like like... it, uh, fake
0: money it's fake money it's like those um those tips that some christians give out and the other side of the the, the money is just a bible verse
1: yes it looks like real money but it's dead ass his face on it with Cow! his, his name i think
0: and get the like, gun and his face is like styled like the president that would be on yes. the it is
1: that profile and everything
0: so out of pocket, y'all
1: I
2: I did not even realize that that was it I thought that that was all that he threw was a hundred, a twenty, and a one I didn't realize girl, get my gun, I'm done
1: and it was told that he did this or that his team did this for promotion but what is it, an album cover? he just needs to retire it's giving me very much I'm broke vibe
2: yes 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 very much so like I went from a three billion dollar house to a four hundred fifty thousand dollar house in Georgia
1: what would you do if you danced all night for Usher and he threw this
2: I would be pissed (laughs) I, I would swing on Usher
1: like for me that there's no way that that is promotion because you made it to look like a fake i mean a real dollar a real hundred a real 20 a real one
0: that's devastating and if it is promotion fire your team because it make you look like you're broke
2: that yeah you need to really fire your team you ain't got no you ain't got no loyal people in your corner after you to caught these skivvies from that girl, mm-mm, your brain ain't been right.
1: So what it's also saying was, this is what TMZ is saying, y'all. It says a rep from for the club tells TMZ Usher did not tip the strippers with this fake money, and actually dished out authentic greenbacks while also going on to tip the staff at large quite generously.
2: Then how did the stripper get that money? <laughs> Hello?
1: <laughs> Cole, Usher and Co ended up spending thousands on the dancers, real thousands, mind you, and also enjoyed bottle service, which he definitely didn't cover with these Usher bucks.
2: Then how did they get the money?
1: somebody how, from if here.
2: you didn't tip it or you didn't give these dancers that money how did they get it and i'm about to pull out my judge judy how did they get it in their possession
0: i also love the manager being like he didn't pay his bill in these so what what reason do we have to believe right. what does it matter it's like no, did he pay his bill he's he's stealing from the already exploited workers you know he's not gonna he's not gonna try and steal from you he'll get in trouble
1: 'Cause y'all won't go. Y'all not gonna let him out the club. Right. So he can pay his bill in real money, and then tip these dancers in the fake Usher coin that he's trying to develop.
0: And he knows that you'll stick up for him. But again, uh, I want. I can't reiterate enough. It's not a a cryptocurrency that he's trying to develop. Is it? No. It's just. No, it's, it's just it's fake, fake paper money. that he's made to be able to pass off as cash in the titty bar
1: for me it doesn't make sense because like out of all places you decide to go to a place that is notorious for throwing cash which right is- and once you throw that cash to the strippers it's not like they can pinpoint who threw it and you get it back obviously now your face is on it so now they know oh shit it's usher he threw it but like a stripper is not gonna sit here and find you and say give me the money that you threw at me they can't do nothing about it.
2: It's it's that's just it's, it's just too much. It's just giving me I can't pay my bills type thing. It's
1: giving me stuff like this. Strip club's about to say you can't come in with your own cash. You gotta use it from our ATM machine. You gotta
2: That, that. And I think every strip club already should.
1: No, because their ATM machines be like five, six dollars. No. That's fine. I'm not paying that ATM surcharge. Nah.
2: I'll be keeping my ass high.
1: Honestly, I'm not a big fan of throwing money at the strip club. I like the ass shaking, but throwing in money...
2: You ain't been a swing at Richard yet. But, yeah. But, um, can we, can we can we talk about, just real quick, this Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song baby that has caught my wig and set it on fire. Now, if you're as shocked as I am about this baby, it's not even the fact that the baby, well, it is about the baby, but we didn't even know they were a couple, and they've been a couple since 2017. Bobby and we are 20, cool. we are 2021.
1: They was doing a good keep. Well, I mean, they're not like really celebrities that anyone is checking for, but still, I feel like if they you see... always,
2: girl, they're always checking for Macaulay, maybe not Brenda Song, but, but they're I always like checking if, for Macaulay. If they
1: saw Macaulay cooking with Brenda Songs in public. That would have been made news headlines. For them to be five years strong, and we just finding out, whoever but to me, the service.
2: But to me, that's kind of like a a pink and a Jay-Z relationship.
1: Yeah, I agree. McCall, I'm sorry. Every, t- every time I hear Macaulay talking, I only think of two things. Home Alone and Michael Jackson. <laughs> Nothing else. Like I've never pictured him dating, married, kids, eating, having normal life, and that sucks because that's what media has drowned my brain to think. Right. That this man cannot have a normal life. Right. Same thing with Brenda Song. I don't. I just picture her as this like heir to the throne that likes to spend all this money, and that's mm-hmm. because of the character on the Sweet Life, of Zach and Cody, and for me, that it doesn't go together. They do not go together.
2: I always get this martial arts after Wendy Wu, right? Yes, because yes. Wendy Wu was my movie, and I would right. be watching her all the time. And I heard she was recently on Netflix, and I was mad somebody told me. But yes, I used to get into Wendy Wu, and I I never really watched the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody until Raven got on it. Oh, she's on. Until what? yes, well, she was pistache. Oh, that was it. That was my episode. But that's all we have coming for Trending Topics. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to hop into some other juicy stuff. But while we're gone, take a, take, a, take, a, take a minute to let us know how you feel about this whole Brenda song, Macaulay Culkin. Because it took me so heavy, honey. I needed a drink. And I was not prepared. So we'll be right back.
1: Back to uncensored Boss FM, it's your girl Kayla, and I'm here with your party boy, Joey. And we're about to hop into our springity spring, spring forward sprocket segment with Joey. <laughs> so Joey, what are we talking about today?
2: Hey everybody, it's your party boy, Joey, and you know I'm here giving you the spring fashions, but... I'm going to switch it up for you today. You know I love reality TV. You know I love the housewives. You know I love Married to Medicine. You know I love Love and Hip Hop. And what I love about them the most is not about their lavish houses, not about their lavish cars, not about their expensive vacations, but what they wear. I love seeing them come out in full form in something just completely luxurious, the best of the Givenchy and... The Louis Vuitton and the Fendi's and all of that. So, I have to give you the fashions don't for the Real Housewives reunions, and it's always my favorite things of the year is the reunions. Besides the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show, I love when any franchise, whether it's Beverly Hills, Orange County, New York, New Jersey, uh, Salt Lake City, Atlanta. When it was Miami, when it's Potomac, when it was DC, I love all of the fashion looks from all of the reunions. But I have to tell y'all, some of them were some hit misses. So do pay attention. So, and when I say hit misses, I mean they hit that miss mark perfectly. It was an absolute it's a no for me. So, It's been, of course, 15 years since the creation of the first Housewives show, and the concept has grown and changed into the reality TV empire, millions of devoted viewers across multiple continents. There are also many things to love about the Housewives, but there's really nothing like a reunion. Like I said, every time Andy Cohen sits down with these women, it feels like a must-see television event, and the level of glam has risen accordingly. So, the ones that are missing the mark is, of course, Danielle Staub from New Jersey in season two. Do y'all remember when she had that white tank top and that sequins mini skirt? That was an absolute no. I was completely lost and caught off guard by whatever she had going on because it was almost like she was going to a club. She could have worn that at the club, not at a reunion when people are sitting and watching millions of viewers at that. The best for me was Teresa Judice and that black and white and pink flower dress that she had on. That was perfect. And then you also have... Dun, 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 dun. You also have uh, Tamra Judge. She's from Orange County, and this was season seven. And she had like a sleeveless, strapless red dress, and her hair was not fitting for me at all either. But the season seven Real Housewives of Orange County reunion is like a time capsule because it's a jarring look at all the brief time that Tamara didn't h- hate uh, Gretchen Rossi. Um, this reunion, Tamra was clearly taking style cues from Gretchen, which was not working in her favor. Um, so that's a miss for me as well. Ashley Darby in Potomac for season four. She had on a F- fully sheer lace bottom half, which was a choice, and a large mesh boo panel. That was not working in her favor. The best for me for that was, uh, Karen Huger, who was sitting directly next to her. Um, so that's a no. Don't do that again, Ashley. It's a no-no. You have Luanne Della from New York, and she is season seven, and she had on, like, a greenish, turquoise, Um, multi kind of half sleeve, half not sleeve, sleeve off the shoulder, little plunging neckline. And it was uh, sparkly and it just was not, it wasn't classy for me. And her song is Money Can't Buy You Class. I don't know what's happening, but it wasn't working for me. However, we cannot, we cannot forget NeNe and Kim from Atlanta season one, where they look like they were just heading to Walmart. They look like they were heading to Walmart. It's just it's not that's not fashion. There's not fashion. You were in a silk blouse and a a a, a vest is not working. And Nini, we do we can't even start with you. So we're gonna go ahead and bypass that. Denise Richards, Beverly Hills, season nine. She had a gold sleeveless, strapless dress, kind of goldish, if you want to call it that. It wasn't really flattering on her, but she just it, it it i don't know what she was but you know what denise has never really been about fashions and that's okay because if you've ever seen denise in any of her movies you know even then her fashions were not kept up to par so she's really not fashionable and that's okay no shade but she should not have brought this to a reunion she i th- feel like somebody should have styled her but it's okay um cameron westcott dallas season four Ah. Uh, I don't know what this red thing she was coming. She kind of looked like uh, him from the Powerpuff Girls. It just, it wasn't working with her. However, I will say that um, Stephanie that season at the reunion, Deandra, and there's one more, um, Brandy, They looked absolutely beautiful. Two were wearing black. That was uh, Stephanie and Brandy. And um DeAndre was wearing red, and she absolutely killed that as well. So just little fashions of what they had going on. Um, it just wasn't working. And you can go and check these episodes out um on Hulu. They're on there, and then you have it on Sling TV as well. So if you don't have an account with that, it's not expensive. Check it out. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we have more of the show for you on Uncensored. Don't go away. <laughs>
1: Hey y'all, it's your girl Kayla and guess what? I am back with another episode of Kayla's Corner. So if you don't know what Kayla's Corner is, it is a time where I read a letter from one of our audience members um, about them asking advice through issues that they are currently facing and I do nothing but offer my excellent expertise, opinion, advice on what they're going through and giving them suggestions on... What they should or should not do so today's letter reads let me be clear i am not breaking up with her because she was raped in fact i was planning on breaking up with her before it happened it's only been a month and a half since it happened She's really depressed and sad at the same time. She slept in the dark all day and cried most of the time. I have been nothing but supportive. Now she's in therapy and seems better. But I know she's still going through a lot and this will probably hurt her more. Is it a good time to end this relationship? So basically the the member is asking if, she, if he should break up with his girlfriend after she has been raped. You see, he's saying that it's the cause of... Him breaking up with her is not because of her being raped. The timing of it just happened very, I guess, coincidental, shall I say. And my answer to you, sir, is no. Um, no. Honestly, like you said, yes, it's going to hurt her more. But also, it just may not hurt her more. It just, her mind may be too far gone. And focusing on that, that, you know, she may have lost sight of the relationship that you guys have. Which, she is not to blame for that. Rape and getting raped is very much a, a major thing. So for her to even experience that while even having a boyfriend on top is very much a scary. And I have so many questions here that in a way I think will help shape and dictate my answer a little more. But we don't have time for that. But and it, for me, you breaking up with her may seem a little selfish right now. However, maybe taking steps away, maybe easing it on her somehow, some way, could be a a slight possibility. But just leaving her high and dry right now at this moment is very much not okay. Um, And though it may seem like you are putting your feelings aside and on hold for someone else. But I want you to think of it like this. At a time where you really needed somebody, anybody to just be there for moral support or just to know that they were in your corner no matter what, you would have liked for somebody to be there. Or...
2: All right, everybody, you're back with Uncensored on Boss FM. It's your party boy, Joey, and I'm here with Kayla and John. And we're gonna jump into some more trending topics.
1: So I feel like this video is always trending, but today it's trending at the right moment. We always get these clips that have resurfaced from Tyra Banks, America's Next Top Model. And I feel like when it was actually on TV, no one saw a problem with what she was saying, but now looking back, I think what she was saying to these black girls at that was very much hideous. Mm. No better way. So let's play this clip. Here is your best shot. Looking good here, girlfriend. I wasn't sure if you were gonna ever be able to be so soft, and this picture looks more innocent, I and mean, it's really beautiful. Let's see your unretouched photo.
3: You have to work on the skin. You drink more water, 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 water.
1: You can get there,
3: but it's gonna take some work. It is amazing.
2: I like your hair a lot. Girl, there's nothing on your face. I mean, the little bit of blue on top but that's it.
1: You have to put on more makeup as a woman of color. Our skin absorbs reflect the light. Here is your best shot.
2: Overall, this picture is just bland. You look like a deer in the headlights in this
0: picture. Perfect almond shape eyes, there's nothing coming behind it. Let's see your unretouched shot. It's like a Hitchcock film. Go back and forth, back and forth, really fast to see what I mean.
1: What are you feeling right now, Kelly? You look. It's very shocking to see it like this. The people that usually see my skin tell me that I have beautiful skin. I know that there are times when my eyes are very intense. But if it was intense and better than this, they would have chosen this shot. I know, that's Yeah, you cannot place the blame on someone else. I'm not... No, yes, you are. Right now, you're not growing.
0: Take all the criticism we give you and use it constructively and be empowered by it and walk away and go, okay, now I know what to do.
1: If you walk out of here and saying the photographer chose the wrong picture, you don't grow. You're right. Okay, Kelly, thank you.
2: That does feel kind of bullish.
0: Quick point, very much so. Quick point of order that was just on video. Um, they were doing a before retouched and after retouched reveal, mm-hmm. and there's like shades of darkness difference in the reveal where Ty was like, "Oh God!" Mm. So they're 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 using effects to lighten their skin. And when they take the effects off, they're like, oh, girl, you need to drink more water.
1: See, and that's the thing. Like, who tells somebody that? You're a white ass man. Nigel Barker is what, English? Mm hmm. And you got a nerve to tell a colored person. I just said a colored person. Lord, Jesus, send me back to the 1900s. (laughs) You got a black girl that she needs to drink more water. And Tyra was right when she said, you know, as a, um, as a person of color, you sometimes have to wear a bit more makeup because our skin does absorb that makeup or the lights, they do absorb it. But at the same time, it's another way that she could have told that girl that. Yeah. And that's what people kill me when, who hell. When people have had an experience in the industry, whatever it is, whether it's the dance industry, whether it is the modeling industry, the, the singing industry, the music industry, people try to say that executives or people who are high up that you want to get respect from are very cutthroat
0: uh-huh.
1: and they paint this image of them. And for me, I feel like that's the wrong way to go about it. Yes, I understand that things are cutthroat and you got to be prepared for that, but you always don't have to come at nobody next like that
2: right
1: it's hard enough for black girls to get into this modeling business business just by the color of their skin
2: but she shouldn't of all people should know that
1: right and for her She to be, of all people should know that. Like that it's just crazy like they and my thing is every week they had to sit up there and hear all of this and i'm pretty sure that's just the tv edited version i would like to know what the full version was or even if it was that bad cuz you know it couldn't have been that bad but tv probably chopped it up to make it seem like that bad it was
2: mm-hmm. like she i'm just i i i haven't really had a lot of respect for tyra banks because i feel like uh, next top model is very just you're you're telling people who are applying or auditioning for the show that in retrospect they're not good enough Which, of course, you're in an industry where it's about beauty and stuff, but it's a very low-down industry, in my opinion. Um, And with her being as successful as she's been, I don't think that Tyra, and this is not me knocking her down, I don't think that Tyra Banks is, I would have never chosen her to be a host of America's Next Top Model. I would have preferred probably um, Naomi over Tyra regardless um i think that she she just doesn't exude really anything n- naturally pretty to me and she's making these girls feel less than when she in my opinion is pretty subpar herself that's not cool but that's just me
0: well i think tyra has probably been hurt in this way before where people said some mess up stuff about her skin or her forehead or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or her hair. And so she, you know, just hands that back. Back. Yeah.
1: But I... I don't get it. Like, for me, when I was taking dance classes heavier, when I was involved in my dance company, like, I would get told things that is, like, super... I guess it's helpful, but at the same time, to me, just very much stupid. So, like... I was told always make sure you keep safety pins in your dance bag because I almost lost a dance job for not having a safety pin. So what I keep safety pins in my dance bag now, but it's just like, you really if you feel like I'm a great dancer, why is me not having a safety pin gonna make me lose my job? Things like that, it's just like, for me it's so much, it's so stupid that when it comes to putting people in these positions that that make people feel less than human just right. for a thought of success to me that's not the american dream
2: i i don't i don't support i don't even know what the american dream is anymore but i can guarantee you that that is not it
1: it's not I, I, but on that note make sure you follow us on instagram and Twitter at boss we'll be right back after this break
2: Hey everybody, you're back with Uncensored on Boss FM. It is your party boy, Joey.
1: It's your girl, Kayla.
2: And we have, of course, the beginning of hour three, but we have to we have to just talk about this because it just, it disturbs my soul. Y'all know he, he's fine as hell, but he's dumb. Chet is in a music video and got the nerve to be rapping. Like, and I say he's rapping, he's rapping, like, about he's ass get, shaking. Uh, about ass shaking. Like, he's going in and letting have. And I'm just like, OK, I'm not a big fan of him. But y'all know I love a white boy that raps. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Hit
0: the strip club by Mike Thunder. Woo. She let me beat it. I'm a white boy wonder, uh, uh. Hot boy, white boy summer. Got your favorite Instagram, bitch, DM in her number. Woo.
1: She let me beat it, I'm a white girl wander.
2: White boy wander.
1: White boy wander. Damn. Same thing.
2: <laughs> I felt a little shake and jiggle on that though, I'm not gonna lie.
1: I did too, but it's because of the do it, do it, do it, that's ah,
2: right, right, right. Little Never. shake and jiggle. I feel I feel a little splits on the role there.
1: But that's because that is already in the Black community. But we can't have whiteboard wonder. No. Like, I don't... We don't want it. You no,
2: know, he's a nightmare. He's fine, but he's a nightmare.
1: I just don't... Like, I don't get it. But then again, I don't know. Because at this point, I feel like... <laughs> I want to know if he grew up in this or not. That's me.
2: I I, I don't think that he grew up in this, no. Uh, We're we, we not even going to call it that. We so got to leave that alone. Where,
1: where his plug or his access to this blackness that he is trying to give us is coming from. That's what I want to know. Because I don't think Tom Hanks.
2: No. TV. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of TV. It's a lot of TV. And when you're when you're a, when you're in Hollywood like that, even when you're born into it, you get a lot of access to certain things. And I think that's what it is. He got access to the wrong things, and lo and behold, here he is.
1: Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. I just, I guess maybe Tom Hanks has black friends out there, and he's been playing with black. No,
2: people. I think daddy, I think Daddy is shaking his head.
1: I think Daddy's shaking his head too because Daddy's probably still feeding him.
2: okay well on on that wig um we have a, a good hour three so come on white folks and a question of the day we're gonna hop into that when we come right back
1: Welcome back to Uncensored with Boss FM. It's your girl Kayla. I'm here with Joey and John when he feels like it decides to come kick it with us. But we got our favorite scene <laughs> to come on, white folks. And Joey is about to tell us his extraordinary experience with a camera man.
2: So I was coming home from a cute little event last night. I'm all cute, my little Tan shorts and whatever, cute little high tops, a little, something not like dressy. It was just something real, real comfortable, but real, real cute and stylish, whatever. So I'm coming home and I pull up to a gas station because I want a Mountain Dew and some um some funyuns. Ew,
0: ew. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Finish,
2: go ahead. Oh, cause I, cause I, girl, I, did, I didn't know who you was.
1: I was talking to you because like funyuns are good, but the Mountain Dew is whoa. You pushed it.
2: You should have said ew with the Mountain Dew, not the Yet. Get your life. So, that is. I walk in, I walk in with my mask on because I'm a, what they call a respectable individual. So, the lady that's at the gas station is, has no mask on. And of course, Georgia opened up, but certain businesses are still like, hey, although Georgia's opened up with some of these restrictions does not mean that we don't have a mandate we can still by law have that so when she was like well i, I understand that you know you have a mandate but i have I, she pulled the whole i have a uh, breathing thing so i can't wear my mask so then three people behind her i'm the last one we're looking at her like and then the girl in front of me is like can you speed this up? Cause you put on your mask and get your stuff, you can go. Or are we gonna what are we gonna do? Cause we have things I have to do. I have my kids in the car. She was like, "Well, why are you have your kids in the car? You should be in the car with them." I oh, said, "Well, I don't have kids, so I need you to put your mask on, so we can go ahead and do this. Cause you're wasting time." She was like, "Well, who are you?" I was like, "Who are you?" She's like, "I'm a paying customer." I said, "What the fuck do you think I am? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Put your mask on." Or go outside, like do something. She's like, well, I don't have to listen to you. I said, you don't have to listen to me, but you have to listen to them because you're paying them, right? So their rules are you to have a mask on. I said, ma'am, I said you have the count of 10 to put your mask on, or I'm going to lose my mind in here because you're wasting my time. I'm That's
1: tired.
2: Like, I need you to put this mask on before I lose my composure. <laughs> And then the dude that got behind me was like, he sounded like he's crazy. You need to go ahead and put your mask on. So after about 15 minutes of going back and forth, because I forgot about the whole 10 second thing, she finally put her mask on. But then when she walked past me, she pulled her mask down and she coughed.
1: Oh, did you punch her? Cause that'd have been my replay.
2: And the only thing I can remember is me dropping both items to lunge, and the dude behind me grabbed. I was getting to to take her out. D. All, all I wanted was some fun using some Mountain Dew.
1: D. For the love of a mask?
2: For the love of a mask. She walked past me. <coughs> Girl.
1: Who was the dude behind you? Cause why he decided to play Captain Savor Her
2: Because he knew I'm crazy. Like, don't play with me. Like you're wasting my time. I don't like my time wasted. He like
0: was, he was saving Joey. Joey. Yeah. He
1: was saving Joey. He was and Captain Saving that. Joe. But still, she deserved it because now she now she got to go back to her friends talking about it and I coughed on him. And,
2: and almost part, and almost got almost ended your life, ma'am. I know
1: that part though. I coughed on him and he ain't do nothing about it.
2: And this is my favorite one that I go to. Like I go fill up my tank and all this because they always got some good snacks. So. I was actually just very appalled that this is the kind of attraction that we have. But I was about to knock her block off.
1: Damn, the way I would have jujitsu kicked the shit out of her after that person pulled me back.
2: Like, are you going to cough on me?
1: Right. I don't even
2: know. If, first of all, I don't even know if you brush your teeth.
1: Right. I cannot. I'm so upset. I'm so upset that you did not beat her ass. That's why.
2: I dropped everything. I was getting ready to grab, I, my hands went like this, and he grabbed both of my arms and was like, I was like this.
1: I'm so upset. He's
2: like, don't do a Playboy, don't do it. I was like, listen.
1: Oh, he called you Playboy? I call my- mm-hmm.
2: So that's my story
1: well I also I want to flip the script and I want to tell y'all about a come on black folks today so I've seen that a six year old had a NBA young boy themed birthday party and it is shown in the video that the, the little boy is like rapping to the NBA young boy songs as if he knows what he's saying and that that is his song
2: So okay, with all of this stuff happening, who uh, who approved this theme?
1: Oh, the parents, obviously. Okay, but we... wait, wait. I got another one because there was a little girl who had a, she had a King Bond themed birthday party. a uh, who? King Bond, you know the the guy that got shot about two a month or two ago
2: in the house when they ra- they raided the house.
1: No, he got shot outside when he was fighting in front of the club. Oh, in Atlanta. Yeah, Little Dirk cousin brother. I can't. She had a, that little girl had a King Von thing birthday party. And for me, it's just like black folks, the young black folks, not the older ones. Why are you living vicariously through your children? Because I've never heard a six-year-old say, not me. King Mom, Mommy, I want NBA Young Boy.
2: How do they know who they are?
1: You have to. And I don't want to be the one to start giving parenting tips because I'm not a parent. Far from it. But your children pay attention to you. So, yes, you can play that NBA Young Boy. You could play WAP. You could play up. You could play pussy this, pussy that, dick me down. But you should not do that in front of your kid. Joey made me laugh
2: because <laughs> I, I was not prepared I'm my life saying. the way my soul left my body for that split second
1: I'm just saying the kids pay attention I've never seen a six year a six years old you are just starting kindergarten or going to first grade you mm-hmm. should be wanting at the most like a LOL Dolls
2: Elsa, Moana
1: type of party, you know, Power Rangers, dinosaurs, maybe even the Cat in the Hat, something. But King Bond, NBA YoungBoy.
2: If I ever see a six-year-old with a little Kim theme birthday party, I'm ch- I'm, ch- I'm, ch-
1: I'm
2: choking everybody. <laughs> I'm like,
1: boring. okay, so Herb, G Herbo, and Ari. Mm-hmm. their son yoshan this turned three this past weekend they had a theme it was called the notorious three-year-old so it was kind of styled around biggie everyone like ari herb and yoshan all had Kooji sweaters on so it was kind of like an early 2000s 90s party i guess that was the theme but he's three
2: so you made his theme something that y'all wanted not something that he wanted
1: it, uh, right It was them, I guess he's notorious The notorious three year old And they took the word notorious Because I think when you hear that word You think of notorious V.I.G.
2: Or the and notorious they, K-I-M
1: Right, and they went off on that So Me, why can't he just be Tree with just, just. Some, some balloon a, a clown fire? Where's,
2: t- where's Coco Melon?
1: Right, sword swallower lion
2: team. Uh, yeah, uh, no, not a th- girl. A what? A sword, <laughs> sword.
1: <laughs> That's the magic trick. The ma- the no. Magic trick. no, you're not going to try that. You're not going to try that while I'm trying to cut up some gizzards. No, maybe not a three-year-old party, but a six-year-old party, yes.
2: I wouldn't do that either.
0: Swallow
1: your shorts, yes.
2: You'll get a sword swallower at 17.
1: A fire eater? I at 18. Eat the fire at the magician magical party. Now I wouldn't do. You can't have. We're snakes. almost set
2: something inappropriate. Girl, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> you can't have snakes or anything at your party, though. I'm
2: not for that. Like, no, no, ma'am. This right. is not Britney Spears. I'm a slave for you. We don't do that.
1: I was thinking more of like um, safari. Mm, not you scary. don't.
2: What what snake have you seen on a safari?
1: What's the guy that got stung by
2: their, uh... Uh, Steve Irwin.
1: He used to have a snake. Crikey, dude. Is that he, the that they
2: have? I, I, I don't know if he was blessed on a safari with that. Every time I think of safari, I think of African lions and elephants.
1: You find snakes in the desert, in the African desert.
2: You find venomous snakes. Okay. Like well, they sidewinders.
1: Got they got and and, and
2: shape shifters, whatever they're called.
1: You're not, about the from Aladdin.
2: You're not talking about Anaconda. I promise you, you won't see no Anaconda or Burmese Python Listen and no here. sand in Egypt.
1: Soon as my baby turn one, it's a Nicki Minaj themed party every day, every year until she turned five. <laughs> but on that note <laughs> when I had my first child and y'all see my baby at her Nicki Minaj party. It's gonna be on our Instagram, so make sure you follow us at. I'm gonna
2: do it just like this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at and We'll be right back with the discussion of the day. Welcome back to Uncensored Boss FM. It's your girl Kayla.
2: And it's your party boy Joey. I'm
1: about to hop into this YouTube discussion of the day because it's something that we definitely have to talk about.
2: Okay. So bear with me because I'm going to try to explain this as logically and clearly as I can. So going back to the conversation on the talk with Cheryl Underwood and Sharon Osborne. It was a very race, not race baiting, but the topic itself in regards to Pierce Morgan was race baiting. Now, before I get into that, Sharon Post, Sharon, Cheryl posted a video um, as the show is now coming back to film again. Um, they had an hour talk about what happened in regards to the actual day where um, they Sharon decided where she was going to leave? Um, of course, with Pierce Morgan saying what he said about Meghan Markle, of course we can all agree that that was a classic example of racism. Um, of course, with Sharon being Pierce's friend, she's trying to get an understanding. For what he said to make it seem as if he was being racist.
1: Okay. I'm gonna stop you there. there. Okay. So you think she was trying to get an understanding of what he said, or do you think it was more so like, I know what he said was wrong, but I also I kind of agree with him?
2: No, I think she was trying to get a clear understanding because she said, Give me examples, what are you talking about? Help me understand. Okay. So she was very clear on that. Now, her reaction to the conversation, I can understand why people are upset, but I can also understand why she's upset and I'm going to clear both up. So I can understand why everyone else is upset because we're speaking and Cheryl is speaking her feelings about it and basically Sharon becomes so angry that she's not willing to hear what anybody else is trying to say. That's where I get where people are like, well, this bitch lost her mind. But I understand her frustration because you are asking a question about one of her friends that you have not given her a time to prepare. And now it kind of seems like an ambush because you all agreed that you would never do that to each other because it's already happened in the past. So I can understand why she is upset. Um, I don't think that she is trying to exude racism, but me to say that I asked this. She said she asked a question with Meghan Markle being a uh, you know half black and Pierce Morgan not liking her, she did ask. Where does the racism come in because it just seems like it's a white guy doesn't who doesn't like someone clearly because of who they are nothing to do with their race. Do we think that things like that can be a small smidgen of racism if that makes sense if you understand what i'm saying?
1: I think I think that's a fine line. For me personally you cannot like somebody, but you don't have to constantly talk about them. Right. The for me that Morgan always has something to say. About her. Had her name in his mouth, to me, gave me more than just, I don't like her. It right. Just, oh, you know, what she did to me was messed up. You know, we only hung out one time, and that was it. That, to me, for him to keep talking about her is giving me a bit of racist vibes And right. I feel like it's kind of hard to pinpoint What is racist and what is not It's in a way it's a gray area A gray area unless it's like Clear cut through You're black I don't like you mm-hmm. But To me that that was speaking Volumes to me
2: I think that um, Pierce is a racist I mean there's there's no way that we can go Any, any way different um, I think that Um, I'm
1: pretty sure he he has a history. Like, she's probably not the first one.
2: Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that he's done a lot of work on Trump's uh, Apprentice, didn't he?
1: Yes.
2: Okay. So I think that's where he got comfortable with putting it out there. Because he wasn't saying it on camera, but you could just kind of tell his demeanor. Right. And how he had tied on to Trump's bandwagon. And we can all we all know Trump's racist. That's just it. So I think once he got on that show, he was very, very comfortable with it. Now that he has his own platform.
1: Platform.
2: He's right. a lot more comfortable with putting it out there. And Meghan Markle was the first one that he's putting out there publicly.
1: And why? Because of an interview. She's in his home country now. Mm-hmm. A pivotal figure.
2: Mm-hmm. So-
1: it's like he was subliminally doing it because the royals, just like we talk about our president here, they're always going to talk about their royals damn there on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he was talking about her on a daily basis gave him even more of, I guess, ammunition to say what he wanted to say on his platform about her.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that, um, sadly, with it with Sharon being his friend I sadly think that she has taken the fall I personally if I would because I don't think Sharon's racist I don't I don't I don't I don't I think that Sharon has a great love for people you know for everyone that she's worked with um, in every color I don't think that she treats people negatively I don't think her or even Ozzy does that or Jack or Amy or Kelly or anybody but I think that her friend, she has now taken a fall for it. And personally, if I understand she's trying to get a, a an understanding of it, but sometimes it's not even where, to where it needs to go deep. You have the proof right there in front of you. It's evident. It's in your and face.
1: That, to me, it will never... For me, when white people say, well, help me understand... I could see if it was a situation that's, like, kind of mixy. Mm-hmm. But if the proof is in your face, I shouldn't have to help you understand. Right. And that's what makes me angry. Because now it's like, we're sitting here having a grade school conversation on what is racist and what is not. Right. So it's the fact of, and, and maybe it's this whole notion and entitlement that, white people have that oh well that's not racist it was just them doing what they had to do doing their job when it's not because they've never experienced that right and i think that's what cheryl was feeling Mm -hmm. and why she got upset not only that but she had to contain her feelings because it was her job on the line at the same time
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but
2: but it's it what 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 my what's mind-boggling to me is that again in regards to reaction, black women get a card and we get a card in a way of like, you are going to be this angry black woman. You're going to be labeled this.
0: No matter what. And you're going to be
2: carrying this card for the rest of your life.
0: Isn't that Sharon's crime here where Cheryl is saying, you know, Pierce is saying these things. And in my experience, those things are leveraged against me in a way that feels racist. And Sh- right. and Sharon's response is I am being attacked. Right? Like that yeah, she... that that is because a black woman is god forbid raising a concern to her. You know what I mean? Like and maybe no it's not like aggressively racist, but I do think that there are some like maybe unconscious biases at work. Definitely yeah. microaggressions. Yeah. Definitely.
1: And I, I, I'm glad that she did lose her job. Um, I'm, And I'm very glad that the situation was handled in a very respectable manner, just off the simple fact of their audience and who watches the show. It could have been taken to a whole nother level. Exactly. Um, For me personally, as a young Black woman in today's society with everything that happens, I still struggle with holding in my anger. I tell my supervisor all the time, don't let that person try me because today's the day that I will quit my job. With, the, with I don't care what supervisor it is I will tell that to anyone. So the way that Cheryl hand, handled it gives me in, inspiration mm-hmm. something to work towards because I, I aspire to be like her when handling racism talks at the, the, the workplace right because that's very much a difficult task to do in itself.
2: And people don't really understand it until they're put in that position. But then what I think what gets me is we, every uh, white people can feel attacked. But if we say that or we react a certain way, we're angry. And again, that's the title that we have to carry for the rest of our lives. God forbid if we're in the entertainment industry and we're known by 5 million people, we have to carry something and we're we're a difficult or angry Black person.
1: But it's because they feel attacked because they just know inevitably it's gonna label them as a racist, and that's what they don't want.
2: So what's 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 in my opinion, or not in my opinion, in your opinion, what do you think is going to be the worst labeled? Because being a racist can still get you jobs. Being a being difficult or being angry and black. Have, has costed people jobs and if you don't believe me look at Aunt Viv from um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air
1: my thing is um, you're labeled an angry black woman uh, when you start to have an opinion right you start to challenge people and that can start as early as middle school
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, so honestly for me being labeled a racist is worse because I can't, I can't take that, that card away from me. I'm labeled an angry black woman and just off of me being born. It's mm-hmm. like a black men are born into the world. They already have three strikes against them, you know?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So that card is already placed in me and getting in my whole black wallet, full of these black cards. I have the angry black woman card off the simple fact of birth and being a black woman in America. So it's, it's nothing that I can really do about it, but to continue to try to work on it or to adjust Mm -hmm. and conceal my feelings. But I think the best way to really do it is to just keep yourself educated, keep yourself educated in a sense of knowing how to handle these situations.
2: And I think that's the problem. We we Sometimes we don't stay educated. But we, once we get educated, it's an issue. Because now we know what's around us. And we know how to kind of take it in. And that's a threat to other people. Because mm-hmm. one thing, they don't want us to be is educated.
1: Right. And, and for me, you know, I grew up in the hood. So I know how to handle things. How to handle them. Like, you're going to have to meet me outside, Patty. Because... But this conversation, I'm not at a certain point. I'm not going to be able to express myself in the professionalism that right. you're 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 holding. So for me to get how I how I want to feel now, I have to show my ass. So now this card is taken from me, just one having it in my wallet to it being times four, because now I didn't borrow violence into it, or I'm yelling and screaming, or even. The fact of you feeling attacked, it just means that I'm being aggressive with you. Right. So
2: I I completely understand and respect that too.
1: That makes me angry. Like I have to. You got mad? I did. Um, It's been several moments like where I've had to take take a step back from my work situations and say like, she tried me. The white woman that told me my hair was fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. When I worked for Digi News here at um, Unmuted, I was recording and talking about police. And I said, F the police. It's F the police all day, every day. Don't care who hears me. But it was brought to my boss's attention by that same white lady. And it was said that, oh, I need to watch my mouth and watch who's walking past me because I can come off as a racist, or that can be taken, by, taken wrongly by the wrong person? Or do you mean that the lady who heard me say it because she believes in the police, she felt offended, so she had to bring it to my boss's attention?
2: Yeah. No, I understand that.
1: So once my boss said it to me, I was like, oh, okay, she's trying. But I have to learn to keep my composure.
2: I have no more composure, so I lose it at the job all the time. <laughs> have none. But that is all we have for our beautiful discussion of the day. You let us know how you feel on our Instagram and our, our Twitter, social media, should I say. How you feel about this whole racism talk that we're having, and do you feel that... Sharon Osborne was set up. Do you feel, how do you feel with, sh- with Cheryl? How do you feel with the whole thing with Pierce? Let us know everything and don't be afraid. We're not going to get offended. Don't worry about it. But we'll be right back. We're going to take a quick break.
1: Welcome back to Uncensored with Boss FM. It's your girl, Kaylin. I'm here with Joey, and we about to hop into some flashbacking because that's what they do best with B and J. So let's get into it.
2: All right, everybody, you're back with flashbacks with B and J. I'm your party boy, Joey.
3: And it's your bombshell. Always pretty girl, 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 Back girl with a B. You like that? You like that?
2: You no, like that? I wouldn't that. feel that at all. Kayla would fry you. now
3: nah, you see, I had to add the little stutter lyrics. Girl, 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 girl.
2: Fried, 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 fried. <laughs> Go ahead and talk about your stuff, girl. Uh,
3: if you remember on a past episode of Flashbacks with B&J, we talked about Drake and Meek Mill and the history of their drama, but we have to talk about another iconic one. And you know who it is. Let's say it with me. Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Uh, we have to talk about that.
2: I'm not going to stop doing my girl, but go ahead.
3: Ooh, which one, good girl? Because we already know. Well, if- Cullis, Almanzar. Bless you. Uh.
0: <laughs> Yeah, so okay. y'all,
3: let's talk about that whole history of their drama. So basically, in March of 2017, Nicki Minaj allegedly liked the comment dissing Cardi B's bars on a video of her rapping. So Cardi B had dropped a one-minute freestyle on Instagram and a fan captured a screenshot which appeared to show Nicki Minaj liking the comments saying, dumbass bars. And many users pointed it out that that was probably fake, right? So then Nicki Minaj apparently fired shots at, um, at Cardi B in the song No Flag and which she features Car- um, Cardi B's now husband, Offset. So she basically said, I heard these labels are trying to make another me. Everything you get in Little Ho is because of me. Okay. And so then while she's spitting on it, a lot of people think that she talk, she's dissing Card, um, Cardi B. So then she also, then basically Nicki Minaj made a tweet saying, I made this um, song. I wrote this song basically months before anything. Right? Mm. Right. And so then Cardi B in August of two thousand seventeen called out an unnamed woman during a performance. She said, You know this bitch, she was never like fucking liking me. All these all of a sudden she wanna be friends with me, no bitch. And then she said, I still don't like you, bitch. And everybody was like, mm, what's what she talking about, Nikki. Now a lot of the, the things happening in this built up drama between Nicki Minaj and Cardi B is all speculation. So people mm-hmm. are off that they're coming for each other. And it probably isn't even that. I know you've been in situations, Joey, when people are like, they think that you're trying to say something about someone and you aren't even thinking about that person when you said it. The shade just fits towards them too.
2: Well, no, because here's my thing. Unlike Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, I am very direct shade. If I have an issue with you, I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to make subliminal shade. I'm going to put it out there for you, for you, by you. That's it. Like I don't do the whole subliminal and everybody speculate. I do that. I'm I'm very straight shooting. I wish they would be that way. But Cardi is going to Cardi matches energy. You giving her what you get her. You direct with her, she'll be direct with you. You want to give subliminal to her, she's gonna be subliminal to you. So she matches energy. Nikki's down? not that girl.
3: First of all, first of all, first of all, what you not gonna do about Onika? I thought I said what you that. Do about Onika, Onika, if she got a problem, she can make it clear and she can state it. But if you gonna sit there and keep comparing her musically to somebody, then don't get mad when you get subbed musically, okay? If the problem don't have to be said out loud and it can be said in a song, we match your energy, baby.
2: Hmm. And I don't she's think she's that girl. And that's
3: okay if she's not. I don't think she is. And I don't understand why you like Cardi B so much because she really can't rap.
2: But I like, because I like her personality. That's something
3: to do with her music. I think so. Okay. Is- and I like,
2: but no, I like I like her consistency in it. I like her consistency. What? what consistency? Hey, you consistency, she got What you What do you mean? No
3: no 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 no! I'ma reel it back because no we no 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 back. no 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 no
2: no pop pop. <laughs> Cardi B, uh, Nicki Minaj ain't been consistent. Ah! And Cardi B has yes with her I mean, look She
3: dropped her since she dropped that kid out her her, her coochie. With her look, with her music, with huh? her personality. Huh? The... What? I just know you lie.
2: I'm not, I'm so dead serious.
3: So you are lying. You mean to tell, Cardi B has been the most consistent. When you have Nicki Minaj, who bended the pink wigs, she went from the pink wigs to the goofy, I said goofy outfits, but the outrageous and eye dropping, you know, eye catching outfits and everything, she's kept that same persona. She's never changed. Urgh, it's Roman. Um, that, that
2: shows me that she's changed.
3: Oh, my God. And uh, you think Cardi B is the most consistent? I think she is because she's been herself since she started. Okay, and what's Nicki been? A character? Been three different characters in one. First of all, character-themed albums, not as a person.
2: I don't trust it.
3: That's fine, because guess what? Consistency is how many hits you can have, and the only reason why Cardi B got hit is because of TikTok.
2: No, but- no, 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 no. The one hit up is why it's a hit because of TikTok. Everything else she's gotten on her own. Why? Nick, um,
3: because of Meg Thee Stallion. The only song you know, I because get- I don't, here's I don't even song- know Meg Thee Stallion's part. I- Ooh, what? I know. I know every bit of Cardi's no 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 that's because you choose to not pay attention to meg no i pay attention
2: to meg because i know her i know her um her in the booth one and y'all still ain't even heard that how do you know who's who else is on it
3: that's besides the point but how do you that's know?
2: exactly like, my point
3: you're speculating uh, i'm not i'm not <laughs> So y'all, let's get back into this drama between Nicki Minaj
2: and Cardi B. Well, police, I support you. I drove past your house today. I support you. Mmm. Mmm. That's what I said. Anyway,
3: so, Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, let's go to the moment October 2017 when Motorsport put that thing you know what I'm saying when that song came out so basically it became real popular but in the video because the song was had a um a verse from Cardi B and a verse from Nicki Minaj people automatically were like oh maybe there isn't as much beef, beef as people think but they both showed up in different scenes I remember it was reported that Nicki Minaj went to the album to record her verse one day and Cardi B went to the verse the studio to record, record her verse another day and that's right. what people don't understand.
2: Like, they were like, oh, they gonna be best friends because they was on the song together. No, they went to the studio at separate times and didn't even see each other.
3: Right, but then in an the interview, Cardi B cleared up that, um, well, cleared up the rumors that the pair were, like, throwing shade at each other, and she basically said that it wasn't. And Quavo just wanted to seize the opportunity to have stars in his video. Well, like, in right. the thing. Right, right. And so then, let's talk about the famous and ever so lovely fight between the two. So the pair are both saw us chatting up a storm during a um, during the Met Gala in 2018, mm-hmm. and you know a lot of people were there, and Cardi B's design gown and all that, and then Nicki Minaj. Got uh, huh? So Nicki Minaj told Cardi B to stop being so sensitive to criticism and you know not a lot of people like that you know so then Cardi B attempted to fight Nicki Minaj at New York Fashion Week in 2018 right and this is when people saw that whole video and it's still unclear what everything that happened how it happened and everything like that but I know Ra Ali was involved or oh, it was a whole mess, just a mess, just a mess. Mm-hmm. But Nicki Minaj still posted pictures on the ground, looking lovely, and that's when the wet hair trend was going on, and she looked gorgeous, right?
1: Right, right. And so right. then
3: Nicki, um, basically Cardi B like released, uh, unleashed like a furious Instagram rant, rant after, um, Nicki Minaj on yeah. radio, and then Payola came into conversation, and all that. And it was just a whole drama thing, right? So that's basically my little summary of everything that happened. Now, Joey, before we end this segment, give us your last points on everything that I've discussed.
2: Um, all hail Belcalis Avatar. Oh my god, you a joke? <laughs> um, I feel, I feel hater.
3: Uh I hear truther. Like what? Anyway nikki i'm here for you kayla is here for you that's two compared to one now all we need is john's opinion who he chooses Nicki minaj or cardi b but if he i just know the type of taste this man has and he gonna go with the best option
2: Nicki minaj <laughs> i'm glad you think so but i love you sis <laughs>
3: But that's all for flashbacks of B&J. Please follow us on Instagram at Uncensored to stay up to date and to let us know who you chose during this whole drama-filled event and history summary, Nicki Minaj or Cardi B. We'll be right back after this break.
2: Hey everybody, you're back with Uncensored on Boss FM. It's your party boy, Joey, and I'm here with Kayla and John. And if you are just tuning in, you missed the show, but don't worry, we always have a podcast to back everything up for you. But while you're here, we're gonna go ahead and run down just what you've missed so far. Unfortunately, one person is dead in a shooting at a school in Knoxville, Tennessee, and an officer has been injured. Um, We don't have a huge amount of facts right now, but unfortunately the person was found dead on the scene. We will have more information for you tomorrow. So do check in back with us. The third week for Derek Chauvin trial, the cardiologist, Dr. Jonathan Rich states that George Floyd's death could have been preventable. And of course we've been saying that for a long time. We have a new um, shooting that happened. That's just, again, it's, it's horrible. Dante Wright. Uh, was shot in Minnesota, but the footage, body cam-wise, of the officer that shot him has been released. And you now get to see exactly what went down. We have our birthdays. People Bryson, 70. Lou Bega, 46. And Al Green, 75. Once again, gentlemen, happy birthday. Usher is under fire for the money he threw at the dancers that I did not realize until Kana brought to my attention is money with his face on it it's fraudulent you better not hand this out to nobody else but we are all tripping with this world and we're not only tripping on that we're tripping on this brenda song and macaulay hawkins had a baby had a baby april 5th and we didn't even know they were a couple so when i tell you everybody from every nation is freaking out about this. We just don't know how to take it. We had a good question of the day and we had a come on white folks. We had a couple things on come on white folks and come on black folks. And we had a good B and J. You know how we do our flashbacks and we have a spring spring of springity that I kind of laid out for y'all. I hope y'all enjoy. And then you have our Kayla's Corner. We are good and done for the day. Did I cover everything y'all?
1: Yes, you surely did, Joey. You did an amazing job. But on that note, we thank you guys for tuning in. We hope to hear from you guys tomorrow, same time, same place, Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. here on the Boss One and Boss FM next channel. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at uncensoredboss.fm. It's been real. It's your girl, Kayla, here with your party boy, Joey and John. We see y'all tomorrow. Peace out, guys. Bye!